Hi guys, welcome back to Anarchy. This is your host, Becca, and I'm really, really excited because we have a brand with us today that I've been a fan of since I discovered them. They were in our top picks, um, and they're really all about the science, and I just love the approach they're taking towards skincare and, you know, really creating products that are, you know, one use and really efficacious, you know, because they are packaged the way they are, they're formulated the way they are, and I'm just so excited to be hosting them and really discussing this new way of, like, basically delivering your skincare, you know, and without compromising results. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the founder of uh, Onology, uh, Roxana Bizgone. Welcome to the show, Roxana. I'm so excited to host you. Hi, I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you. I, I'm such a fan, you know, like I literally <laughs> like when I first discovered the brand, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I remember like immediately being like, they are top picks material, obviously, <laughs> you know, so um, I can't wait to learn all about you guys. But I really want to start with you and um, your journey and creating, you know, the brand and what really led to it. If you could tell us about your career background, that'd be a really mm -hmm. great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. So as you can hear, um, I'm, I'm, I'm French. Um, and I moved to the US about like seven years ago now. Um, and um, I started first um, in uh, advertising. Um, I used to have my creative agency, and we were working mostly for beauty brands. That was basically like 70% of our business. So that's really how um, I got into the beauty industry. And you know, even um, even though I was like working with this industry on a daily basis, um, I would still go home um, to hundreds of products that were, you know, not doing anything for me um, or that I had terribly sensitive skin and, and I have psoriasis actually. So I had to be very careful about what I was using. Um, and yeah, so I had all of these products sitting on my, sitting, oh my God, <laughs> sitting on my shelves and um, at the same time, so they're not doing anything for me and, um, they were generating like a ton of waste, um, because either they were expired or I was not using them. And, you know, so there's that. And, and I talked to a lot of other people around me and, and they felt like the same way. So I was like, hold on, like, this is not like, this is not normal. And then, yeah. Um, I used to buy all my products uh, back in France, these I was doing back and forth. And then, well, I was not going back and forth that much, that much anymore. So I decided to finally switch and, and purchase the same products um, here in the US. And I when I did, I developed a terrible um, contact dermatitis. Um, mm. so yeah, all my face was red and, and hurting. It was, it was really bad. And for the longest time I didn't have health insurance. So going to see a dermatologist for like, quote unquote, like a skincare question really didn't make sense financially for me. Um, yeah. so I kind of decided to, uh, take, uh, things into my own hands. And I discovered that the two, um, versions of the product had different ingredients and, so since that moment, I kind of deep, like deep dived into more of the science and what else would I discover. Um, and yeah, that's that's when I, I realized that why my products were not working is um, that most of these active ingredients that are present in the products um, are very unstable. So 
Um, some of them, you know, can lose up to 50% efficacy in just 60 days, which is crazy. Um, and that's from manufacturing dates. Just like an example, like peptides, they start degrading um, after 24 hours. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. Like once they're like mixed in a liquid solution, so with water. Um, and I was like, okay, that that doesn't work, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, yeah. So I decided um, to... But that if I wanted to change things, I, I couldn't do it from uh, the marketing perspective anymore and creative and design. And I had to um, do things differently and launch my own brand. Um, and that's how Analogy was born. Basically. I think that's, that's brilliant. You know, I think it's brilliant what you did. And I, I, I love that it came from a genuine place. You know, I think it's, you know, when I first noticed the brand it was like you know listen to you tell the, the background of it, it it makes sense because when I experienced the brand for the first time I was like this is just I mean it hits home for me you know because I think that you know we had spoken a little bit about this for everyone listening mm-hmm. before um even the interview and I really gravitated towards um analogy because I I think that um you know when you come when you come to a place where you realize that skincare is just as efficacious as you know uh how long it was mixed mm-hmm. ago you know what i mean like how long the formulation has been sitting sitting on the the, the shelf mm-hmm. that really kind of hits home you know it it makes sense when you think of it like that and i think taking this more like big pharma approach to it is so intelligent in my opinion because we want you know, all the time we're hearing customers say, I want efficacy, I want efficacy, I want it to work, you know, I want my products to be something I can go back to time and time again. But then you're using things that you're constantly opening, you know what I mean, and closing, and they're one bottle, and it's already mixed. And it's like, it just makes you wonder, like, why have we not evolved to the point where we're demanding like a more pharmaceutical approach to this? You know what I mean? So it, it just makes sense to me. And I think you guys are the only brand I've seen that is like doing it specifically like this with the one dose you know in terms of you can carry it with you you can take it anywhere you want you know and it's easy it's not this crazy you know like jumping through hoops kind of thing it's just you have the tablets you put them in your palm your hand you mix it together right there and you have a serum there you go Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's it's great so i think my biggest question is the formulation side right because that's that's where i get very very intrigued by what you did here because um you know obviously the products are very efficacious and for everyone listening I really urge you guys to check them out as, you know, we're talking here because it'll kind of help you follow along. But um, I want to learn from you, Roxana, like what was the formulation process? How did you approach it? And did you really have to like kind of go out of the box to find like a manufacturing facility? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was not easy. And actually, I mean, so the idea really, so I, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to find a solution to uh, keep the products at peak potency uh, and like at every use and until you use it. And at the same time, I had this huge um, sustainability uh, goal that I wanted to um, really, uh, really tackle. And so for me, the really the only way like I could um, address both things um, was to change the format. Um, and that's why we, we um, have this uh, waterless tablet uh, format, right? And that is monodosed as well, because then you only have to open whatever you need. Um, yeah. And so what, what is funny is that I had a medicine, a French medicine, um, sitting on my desk at the time, 
um, that that that's something you give for stomach issues, like when you're when you're kids. Um, and and I don't know, my mom like just brought me a bunch of of med- French medicine, and I had this one, and I looked at it, and I was like, oh, so this is an orally disintegrating tablet. Um, and, and I was like, okay, well, if that dissolves in your mouth, um, well, I'm sure it could work with water. So I took one tablet and I, I added water to it, (laughs) um, (laughs) because obviously saliva, well, it has different properties, right? Um, it didn't dissolve as fast, but I was like, well, this is optimized for, um, for your mouth. Right. So I'm sure that can be done, um, in, in, you know, with water and, and optimize it to dissolve with water. So um there there it was like I I knew I had to look into pharma for sure and and because that's not something really that that beauty was doing um and I mean yeah I I went and and found um like a chemist that we that we work with um Krupa Costline and and um uh, then I went on okay we we can get the formulas but how do we make it into this format so um I, I I don't know I knocked at so many doors really and at pharma labs actually and tell them yeah I'm I want to do that for for beauty industry and nobody told me yes you know <laughs> it was, they wow. didn't care because they are they you know once you work with pharma like they're not really interested in in beauty and I found one lab um that that in France actually and maybe because I was French so that helped um and they're like okay yeah let's do this yeah. <laughs> so we worked all um all all of us like jointly to create um some of the first formulas to be uh in that format which is so the technology that we're using is freeze drying um and this technology has been used by I mean for decades um by the pharmaceutical industry to actually uh, preserve per- perishable materials. It's been used first, like during the World War II, um, to actually preserve uh, plasma and blood uh, during the war without refrigeration. Uh, mm. And and so that's. Um, I was like, okay, so all of the products are inheriting that that um, those properties. It's extremely shelf stable. Um, it it keeps the the active ingredients at peak potency. Um, and it's very convenient because you only have to hydrate it, rehydrate it with water that you already have. Um, and so right. we went on and developed a line of 10. Um, so there is already five on the market right now. But um, so I'm not going to really talk too much about the new ones, but <laughs> the other one. But yeah, and then we patented it. Um, and that's where we are today. It was it was very challenging. It took three years um, to actually uh, in R&D. Yeah, but but yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it, I can see why. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's, it's really brilliant. I mean, I think that you know what gets me is you know how for a long time, uh, everyone was like, well, if something's if the first ingredient is water, you know, on the inky list, it does it means that everything's diluted, right? You remember mm-hmm. how everyone was saying that for a long time? Yeah. And here you are, <laughs> you're <laughs> literally using water to create your your formula and now people can see just how much water it takes you know what i mean to bring yeah. it to life and so i found that i mean it sounds kind of silly like me saying it out loud but i found that to be so awesome like i was like kind of like mind blown when i thought about it like that because i was like you know what like this is like the most potent your ingredients are going to get you know what i mean they're all here jam packed in a little tablet and then 
you completely eliminate that conversation of, you know, well, if it's this far down the inculus, you know, it's not really in there, that kind of thing. And I was like, this is brilliant because at the end of the day, we have so many people right now that I think they get lost, right, in all of the terminology of the, the chemicals and all of the stuff. But what people don't understand is that, you know, everything has this like kinetics. There's, uh you know, thermokinetics that come into play. There's, you know, um, just enzyme kinetics, all of the mm-hmm. stuff that comes into play when molecules are working together and when, when chemicals are working together. So like when you co- approach it from this, like, you know, freeze dried system where everything is kind of locked into its state, right. Yeah. Exactly how it is. And then when you activate it with water, it's like, I mean, it's it's just amazing. It's like you're act, you're having a brand new like it's like opening a brand new bottle of syrup yeah, every time. Every time. You know, yeah. Uh, so- exactly, and that's why like NASA. I mean, it's been uh, this process has been made popular by um, the the outer space uh, industry, such as NASA, when they cr- for astronaut food, and that's the reason. I mean, why they use this because this process um, because. It, it keeps all of the nutrients um, more uh, at more than 95% um, uh, potency and mm. retains only 20% of the original weight. Wow. So it makes it wow. really easy to transport. And at the same time, it, like you, you can keep the bioavailability of um, the, the perishable materials for like such a long period of time. Um, I mean, it can go up to 10 years, really. So I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's really amazing. I mean, I feel like we need to send some to space. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, I'm NASA, if you're listening, you know. Right. Just to keep our astronauts beautiful while they're up there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really cool though. I mean, you have and you know, I want to actually take a minute to talk about the range because it's such a tight range, but it's everything that I think you really need. Um, if you were to ask me, like, what are the big ingredients right now in skincare, it would be literally everything you guys have created products for. Because honestly, these are the ones that work. You know, for example, you have for everyone listening, you know, I really urge you to check out the website as we're talking. It's just one, like, you know. O-N-E-L-O-G-Y dot com. And you can see it, but you know, you have like the peptides, you know, the copper peptides in there. And then you have the the retinoid product and and you have the niacinamide and you know alpha arbutin. And these are the big heavy hitters of skincare. So like yeah. even if you were to like combine them, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. great way to do that, you know. And I think there's some value also, right, Roxana, in the feel the feeling that you have control as a consumer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, you can choose and make your routine the way you need it to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, right now we're living in a world where everyone is talking about things like skin cycling and, mm-hmm. you know, my skin is changing every day. What do I do for it? Well, this is your solution. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to put this one product that has everything in it on your skin. You don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You can do it in a way that is good for you. And I think uh, one of my questions is like, you know, if somebody, for example, is like more sensitive to like, say, niacinamide, yeah. could they like break the tablet in half or something and use like just half half of it? Would that still be like, you know, uh, something um, that could work? 
You, I mean, you could definitely cut it in half. I mean, it's not like a hard like pill. Um, it's it has more like a styrofoam texture. So, yeah. um, I mean, if you have probably like a, a a knife or something, you could do that. But we uh, formulate actually all of our um, products to for sensitive skin, um, right. and right. with very very gentle concentrations. So niacinamide, for example, our our tablets right now are at two percent niacinamide, which um so niacinamide has been proven to work between two to five percent um as a daily dose so yeah. and we can and why is that two percent and not five um it's because i mean some people might want to use it twice a day so you're still good to use only like two of our tablets per day or uh most of other like maybe other people are using other products um so some people are using uh other products that already contains niacinamide so this way it if you only use one it can guarantee that you don't go overboard um and and you know increase irritations without more benefits um so that's why this first line is a little bit more on the on the conservative side um in terms of concentration um that are still being proven to to work um and 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 have um uh, very good results but with limited um side effects so that makes sense that makes yeah. sense yeah and i like that i think that you know because they are at lower concentrations and the dosing is correct i mean that is huge because i think if you were to combine like you know use multiple mm -hmm. um of the products like multiple products in your routine you would still notice the benefits of each single one that's yes. what i love you know what i mean because i always say you know you don't want to layer on too much skincare because no. Yeah. there's no need for that but here you can use three or four mm -hmm. different products because you're creating just a little bit you know what i mean you're just yeah. you can just mix it all together and create one serum and there you go you know you just pat it on yeah. your skin so i mean that it's brilliant i mean I, I think it's wonderful and you know also one thing i think that this really opens the door for and i really love that you guys have done this because I, right now i'm seeing that there is more an aware you know more awareness in the consumers about how much of what am I putting on my skin, yeah. right? And it's like they are now questioning these products that have 30% vitamin C yeah. and 30% niacinamide and yeah. all this stuff. And so people are really coming, becoming privy to that, you know, that mm -hmm. that's not, that might not be best for my skin, you know, like exactly. that, that's not the best approach. So it opens that door for consumers and it shows them firsthand that you don't need that stuff. You yeah. don't need the high concentrations and here's why. And I think, you know, we've all been screaming from the rooftops for as long as I can remember, where's the dosing in skincare? You know what I mean? Where's yeah. the dosing in OTC products? Yeah. And here we go. You know what I mean? Like you've created it. And so I think it's just brilliant. I, I really, really love it. And one of the products I really want to talk about, actually, my next question for you is about the retinoid product. Mm -hmm. How was that in terms of formulating? Because I noticed only a 0.3% retinoid. And I would love for you to like talk about that with us in terms of how you came up with that percentage and and why yeah so um basically i mean in terms of when we were talking about like classic retinol uh product like a uh, uh, product um you know usually you would find like three different uh, concentrations 0 0.3 which is the lowest uh strength and then 0 0.5 and one percent and um, like, I mean, I can tell you that in the future, we're going to come up with, uh, a zero five and a 1%. Um, so we can, um, address every, every retinol users. Um, but we started with the zero three percent So, um, as I said before, like, um, we want to start with the gentlest 
version so it can it can be uh, accessible to every everyone every skin types even sensitive skin um, mm. and the other ingredients in it um, are um, moisturizing ingredients um, like uh, with a high concentration in in um, lipophilic ingredients yeah um, and and emollients so to actually add even more layer of of protection um uh, to avoid sensitive like sensitive I guess. <laughs> yeah, like um, your skin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and we're using uh, actually a, a one of on the newest form of uh, retinoid, which is um, HPR hydroxypinocholate. Oh my God, that's, that's a mouthful. <laughs> um, yeah. Retinoid. Um, that is, so actually, this one is an ester and a derivative of retinoic acid. So, that mm. is well known um, as prescription retinol. Uh, retinoid, um, uh, aka uh, tretinoin. Um, but so this one like really inherits the same properties as its big sister, but um, without the sensitivity, uh, the sensitization uh, that comes with it. So that's yeah. a great way to ensure efficacy. It doesn't have to actually um, convert in the skin. Um, so it's the same as retinoic acid. Um, it, it can bind directly into retinoic um, receptors uh, in the skin and is readily bioavailable. Um, but the only difference is that you will not experience the the undesirable, you know, side effects and and flakiness and and. Um, that comes usually with the retinization um, process. Yeah, okay, you won't destroy your entire yeah, like exactly. barrier and cause. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I exactly. mean, I think that's, that's huge though, right? Because I mean, I feel like that's what people do is they use retinol products and they're like, oh my God, my skin is freaking out, yes. it's purging. No, it's not purging. <laughs> It's it's dying. That's what yes. you're doing. And that's skin. happened to me. And that's yeah. why, I mean, this one is like a little special place for me because I was prescribed tretinoin and the yeah. lowest concentration. And I used retinol before up to one, like the highest percent percentage. Um, and, and my skin could not deal with it. Um, I would wow. put it in a sandwich method with like moisturizer under and on top, um, start gradually, et cetera. And after months of usage, my skin would not get better. And, and it was just not for me. Um, it completely destroyed my skin barrier. Um, and now in fact, um, I, I only use the, the retinoid like a, from time to time, but I, I just learned that my, my skin, um, loves, uh, other ingredients more um yeah so. yeah no this is brilliant i think that's great because you know what we've needed this for a long time and the idea with retinol and any vitamin a derivative products and i i really stand strongly beside the statement is that you know you want to dose those products you do not want to yes. be using some sort of otc product that you really yes. don't understand the dosing because a lot of we've been doing that for many years now as consumers mm -hmm. we've been doing that we have been buying products because we might love a brand or someone might recommend it but that doesn't mean that they know how to dose retinol yeah. you know what i mean they yeah. just don't and at the end of the day if you use too much even a little bit too much yeah. your skin is going to freak out and mm -hmm. we hide that. We mask it by saying, oh, it's normal. You know, you have mm -hmm. this process with retinol products. You shouldn't have that process. Honestly, there's a mild, like, your skin does have, like, mild purging. It's supposed yes. to. 
you know, technically speaking, you know, if you were to follow book theory, but mm-hmm. even then you should not be having these ridiculous reactions. Sometimes I see yeah. people skin and I'm like, that's not normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is not okay. <laughs> yes. No, so. absolutely. And it's really important. Like, because like, if you like use too much and even like too many, like really maximum in one go, um, one should only use like maximum three active ingredients really um and 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 really prioritize um the the most like um uh, important skin concern that they have and then gradually move on to something else um because this this sensitizing the skin is is what's um it is going to have the the adverse effect of the desired the desired outcome um, exactly. Yeah. And it's inflammation at the end of the day, exactly. you know, and that, that's the whole thing is that, you know, w- one of the biggest uh, perks and positive, you know, things I see about your line is that you guys are really kind of avoiding that inflammatory response. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the dosing is so well done on these products that you're not allowing your skin to go into this pro-inflammatory state. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're kind of mm-hmm. saying, listen, you get the best of both worlds here. You know, you can use your products and see the results, but you're not going to elicit that ridiculous, like, yeah. you know, when you get the redness and the flushing and the irritation, mm-hmm. you're not going to see any of that. And that's great. And the thing is, and I, I was talking to somebody else about this, Roxana, and I remember, we, were, yeah, it was, it was, uh, an, you know, an immunology discussion that we were having. And the, co- the concept was that we always have an inflama- like inflammation in our skin underneath our skin you know what i mean like the top layers there's always something going on it's part of your normal system you know we're supposed to have it because it helps us fight off normal things but Mm -hmm. i think sometimes consumers don't understand that that is you know not all inflammation is bad but when you start seeing redness that's your alert you know what i mean when you start seeing signs of inflammation that's when you know that you've gone overboard and that's something that i think if you can use products and not see that that kind of gives you the green light it says mm-hmm. that this is not messing with your you know like inflammatory or your inflammasome to where mm-hmm. it's actually exacerbating a situation like yeah. your inflammasome is a baseline state that you're supposed to be in you know what i mean like it's working to fight off environmental stressors or anything that's coming yeah. into your skin if it's broken or damaged you know what i mean but if it's being turned on for the wrong reasons that's just like completely like oxymoronic you know what i mean and you shouldn't be doing that like at all so this is really really great and i think with again it goes back to dosing you know what i mean yeah. it always goes back to dosing even when it comes to like health issues right that are not yeah. skin related we always try to go around the inflammatory system of the body because we don't want to turn it on further you know we want to avoid that and so and you know for all the consumers out there like you guys have to start looking at the doses you have to start looking at the percentages of things and then figuring out what is right for you you know mm-hmm. and this customization pro- process i think you guys have really nailed it there because again you know you've got the the hallmark ingredients here you know and if if people can play around and they can figure out this works for me and this doesn't like you're not 
forcing every product to have niacinamide in it. You're not yeah. forcing it to have, you know what I mean? Like certain ingredients. You're just saying, here you go. <laughs> if no, you're not allergic, you know what I mean? Or if it, doesn't, if it works for you, go ahead and use it. And here you go. It's in the right dose at the right time. You can use it wherever you are. And that's brilliant. So I'm a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I you. No, yeah. And that's exactly true. And the dosage, that's the thing too about the dosage is that um, you don't need as much if the the actual like bioavailability of the product is at uh, its full potential. A little yeah. goes a long way if it's at peak potency. Um, and and um, that's very, very important. Um, right, right, absolutely. And also another thing I wanted to discuss is that you had mentioned receptors with the retinol product. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I love that you brought that up. I think that's such an important discussion. I just want to like kind of touch on that because um, you know, with dosing, it's like you you have to understand that receptors are things that are get they get saturated. You know what I mean? Like they're like lock and key. And so for all the consumers out there, your receptors can only handle so much product. Okay. So like so much concentration of something. And that's why like in chemistry, you see like, you know, people are calculating things like osmolarity of things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're they're calculating how much of a molecule is in the suspension. And the reason for that is because they know that there's a whole system in play you know what i mean uh that allows for only so much to get through and actually bind and you know turn on the receptor to cause the cascade so when we keep that in mind it also it, it discourages your skin from just like trying to figure out what to do with excess you know what i mean so that's really really important and i i feel like we don't really get to talk about this idea of like you know your skin on the surface of your skin there's not a lot of like mechanisms in place that get rid of like exogenous materials you know what i mean like um in your body there are you know what i mean like there are things that will come and eat up you know certain things like debris and whatnot and carry them away and all that stuff but on the very surface of your skin that doesn't exist really i mean it does to a certain degree you know what i mean there's mm -hmm. like cells there like you know uh, <laughs> resident <laughs> macrophages and stuff but like you know in general i'm speaking when you put excess skincare on your skin it, it's kind of just sitting there you know yeah. and it's like causing sensitivity and so this is a really huge topic i think that no one really wants to talk about but it really stems to dosing once again you know yeah. it, it just avoid it you know avoid putting excess on your skin so i love that um, you know, I want to actually ask you, though, I, I think this is important. And, you know, I, especially from the standpoint of consumers, the price point, you've really nailed the price on your products. I mean, I, I look at them and I know it's very sophisticated science that you're doing here. And I just wonder, you know, how was that, you know, in terms of just being an entrepreneur and coming up with great <laughs> prices, but still bringing, you know, real scientific, like, you know, novel kind of approaches to this industry? Yeah, for me, so the, the real just third pillar um, that I also, I mean, the third aspect that I wanted to bring um, with this brand on top of kind of like connecting sustainability and effectiveness. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to do it at an affordable price, uh, an accessible price, because um, I don't, I mean, I think that should be standardized. I, it, it should not be just reserved to the ones that can afford it. Um, and, and, and most of the time, as I mentioned before, um, I, I didn't have a healthcare. So for the longest time when I moved to the U S and, and not, um, and, and then skincare is basically, um, the first kind of line of treatment or, or what is the most accessible for, for people, um, for, to treat their skin concerns. Um, so 
the, yeah, that was something that I absolutely wanted to, um, to, to tackle, um, even though, um, for sure, it, it is very costly for us to actually manufacture uh, those products yeah. with this type of technology. Um, but I think because we really, we didn't, we were working with the Pharma Lab, so we didn't really have any um, system in place to to deal with those type of products. I mean, most of the time in pharma, they or for re- vaccines, for example, they, they use it uh, in powder form, um, in a vial. Um, and not really in a tablet format. So we were kind of able to um, 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 kind of mold the supply chain in order um, to, to you know, optimize the cost for us so we can optimize it for the consumer as well um, mm-hmm. without neglecting um, quality of ingredients and all of these things. It was really to play on volume um, uh, and get the most out of, for example, one production. Um, that's how we did it, but we're actually using um, pharma grade ingredients, um, active ingredients in the product, not cosmetic grade. Um, and um, yeah, and and then the, the packaging also is is we had to invest. We invested a lot in equipment to be able to to produce it um, ourselves and reduce cost. Um, yeah. But but the great the great I mean the best part is that. Um, by using aluminum blisters, not only is it more sustainable and we use less material, but um, in the long run, it is it is also more cost effective. So it's it's a win win for everybody. That's really cool. I like that a lot. I mean, I think that yeah, that was a big question of mine because I was like, wow, this is uh, must have been hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> to balance that. I mean, I think it's great though. You know, I think skincare, good skincare, should not cost you an arm and a leg you know it should be accessible it should be affordable and i love that you've created that and it's it is you know i think that you know for everyone listening like these products really work you know it's it the science speaks for itself at the end of the day and i um i'm just a fan that it's actually priced at a, you know at a price point where you can really invest in it and not feel like you're breaking the bank but then you're gonna use like you're gonna use the whole thing for me like I like love the single dose because you know that you're using it. It almost feels like taking like, you know, with vitamins or something, yeah. like you feel like you always use up those products. Right. So like Absolutely. it kind of creates, it creates a habit in a way, you know, yes. because of the way it's packaged. So Absolutely. I, yeah, I love that. And and that was actually an element that um, we considered as well, you know, versus having, you know, one tablet you can put it in a bottle and, and then you recreate your liquid product. I mean, yeah. not only does I mean, it's not as effective as um, keeping the product fresh, but by creating this sense of routine, um, it's, it, you know, um, not um, it invites um, you uh, to be consistent with the products and yeah. that's how skincare works uh you need to be consistent and results are seen over time it's not i mean it's not a miracle product either i mean it's not an e-office um treatment um exactly yeah yeah and also it allows you to adjust the dose according to mm-hmm. your skin mood. you know what i mean yeah. that's huge like i can't tell you how many times like 
people are like, well, just one pump. I'm like, well, that might not cover everyone's face. You know what I mean? So like, you know, it's not a very accurate measurement saying like one pump or two to three pumps. Like that's not, that's also part of dosing. And I think no one really talks about that is this idea of like how much to dispense and all of this stuff. So I think that, you know, at the end of the day, like it's just putting so much power in the hands of the consumer. And I think whenever we are able to have that, we see real results, you know, and it's, it really is about, you know, sticking to it and it makes it so easy to stick to it because again, because everything is portable, you can pop it in your bag, you can keep it in your gym bag, you know what I mean? Wherever. And it makes it easy to carry your skincare around. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been through TSA and they've they've thrown out all of my bottles. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's a huge, it's a huge plus in that way. So, you know, I think that it's just such a, such a great value, you know, for what you're getting. Like you're, you're really not paying much at all for what you're getting. So huge, huge plus there. Now, one question I have, I know you have an alpha Arbutin, you know, product in there and I, and that's kind of the brightening uh, product. And I would love for you to go into that because I know with brightening, most of the time we hear about vitamin C, you know, that's the big one, but um, alpha Arbutin has actually been on around for a long time, you know, in the skincare industry. And I would love for you to talk about why you went in this direction for the brightening effect and, um, you know, just your thought behind this product. Yes. So, um, yes, like vitamin C, for example, has been very popular because it's it's kind of like niacinamide. It's a multitasker. Um, if you don't want to use too many things, um, this is a good um, all around product. Um, yeah. However, uh, in, and it does have brightening effects and it does have um, some anti-aging effects and things like that. But if we want to really um, tackle one uh, one of these issues, um, there is other ingredients that, that has a um, longer track record um, and, and better results and that are really like meant to target um, like a, a specific skin concern. And alpha-albutin is that. Alpha-albutin um, works in the same way as a hydroquinone. It's actually a hydroquinone uh, derivative. Um, yeah. But it doesn't have um, uh, the irritations and the side effects that hydroquinone has, um, and it can be used especially like long term, and also um, uh, even while pregnant and breastfeeding, etc. Um, so how it works um, is that it's gonna it's a tyran- tyrosinase inhibitor, which is um, the the enzyme in the skin that is um, at the origin of producing melanin. Um, and, and it goes, uh, in and actually, uh, stop, I mean, uh, prevents that process from happening. So it's, um, to target really, um, uh, hyperpigmentation and dark spots and sunspots and, and things like that. This is great. Yeah. That's why we went in. Yep. It's really, really good. I I agree. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, oh, no, no, no. And that, I mean, that's why we chose it over vitamin C um, for like a first um, in the first line. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I and I like that you uh, mentioned the hydroquinone. I think that that's one of the most dated ingredients in dermatology practice. I've, ever, I've <laughs> seen, I keep seeing and I'm just always like in shock that we're still using that, you know what I mean, in prescription. And um, it, it but here's the thing, you know, I think that alpha arbutin is, is just a safer option, too. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. I think a lot of times with brightening um, products, you know, in the skincare industry, again, we're seeing vitamin C in there. We're seeing all of these ingredients that are going to cause, again, a lot of like sensitization of your skin. And alpha arbutin doesn't do that. It doesn't really sensitize your skin at all. So it like 
actually works, you know, just like you explained, but I've, I'm a huge fan of it. I've been a fan of it for a long time. I just wish a lot more people would highlight it like you guys are, you know what I mean? In the yeah. sense of, like a standalone great ingredient, you know, you should incorporate it in your routine if you have like post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation or anything that has to do with like acne scarring and whatnot. Yep. It's a really, really great option. So yeah, I love that product. I, I absolutely love it for like melanin-rich skin. It's yep. so good. Yeah. No, really. And it's, it's, I, I've, I've personally been using it uh, for a long time because I used to deal with hormonal acne and then the mark, the post uh, inflammatory marks that, that followed. And, and I just, because I used to use vitamin C, but it was very, um, I mean, my skin was very sensitive to it. So I, I ended up like not really sticking with it or I would use it sometimes. Um, and then I discovered alpha betaine and I was like, oh, but this is a game changer really. Um, and, um, yeah, it, I mean, it really, uh, works pretty fast as well. Um, I, you can see, start seeing results, um, after, uh, four weeks, um, at least in my case that, that, that was the case. And even in, in our trials, um, that's what happened too, with even, um, uh, testers that um, had been dealing with melasma uh, mm. post-pregnancy. So it's a, it's a really good one. Yeah, I know. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love that you've made it like an actual standalone product, you know, because we don't really find it like that, I think, or I don't. I haven't really noticed it a lot, you know, in the industry. And I think it's really, really great. And for people who are sensitive skin, you know, it's a really great option. I think for in general, you know, it's a yeah. great option. I've never really been a fan of vitamin C like that. I mean, I obviously I use the serums and stuff that have vitamin C in them. I think, you know, if it's stabilized, there's some potential there. But I mean, why even, why do you need to stabilize? There's, I mean, alpha arbutin is stable, you know, because yes. it has that, you know, it's, it, it's created to be stable. So exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. if, if the, the main concern is to target, um, um, uh, hyperpigmentation and, and discoloration and dark spots, et cetera, like this is, this is a much more powerful ingredient, uh, compared to vitamin C. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, you know, I actually want to ask you as kind of like a round out question is about the the clinical trials that you've mm -hmm. conducted or the clinical studies you've conducted, because I think that's important to address. And if you could tell us a little bit about them and anything that really stood out to you guys, you know, when you were looking at the data and um, just, you know, what really kind of was like a big, you know, uh, hallmark. <laughs> Um, yes, so um, we uh, do a lot of uh, clinical trials, actually, um, and 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 uh, tests. Um, the the first uh, part is uh, we do RIPT um, uh, sensitivity tests and uh, non comedogenic assessment on all of the products. Um, and I mean, all of the. So on that note, yes, all of the products are hypoallergenic um, and non comedogenic. Um, and after that, uh, we do uh, an internal, a first internal round of uh, tests, um, and we so the we give the product for eight weeks uh, to a selected uh, number of people that have uh, the skin concerns that uh, they that corresponds to the product that we want to. Uh, put out there and then after we see the first results there um, we go into um, um, third-party lab uh, for that that's awesome and I love that I love that you have that tied into your brand like the DNA because I think like 
you know, right now we are in an, in a state where people are really kind of, they're incorporating in clinical trials in now, you know what I mean? After their products have already been out. And it's, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, you should have been doing that from the beginning. Like, you know, like that should have been a, a beginning step for most brands. And I think that you guys are really nailing it there. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. That's really cool. And, you know, that just, it kind of speaks to the brand too. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to buy, if you were taking medicine, right. For like your heart mm -hmm. problem, you wouldn't want to Get, take a medicine that doesn't have clinical trials behind it you first of all it wouldn't exactly. be on the market because the fda requires it but like you know you just it, it's the same with your skin so i'm a huge fan absolutely. that you're doing that yes absolutely because like um for me like the skincare is is not just like um um an extra um for most people including myself um it is um it, it is how i take care of my skin it's it's more about skin health than 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 just skincare um yeah. so it is yeah. important that brands make sure that their products actually work and are not sensitizing etc exactly it is about health 100 percent. i mean it's your largest organ i mean exactly. i i don't know where we got so lost you know at one point in in the industry because it's about vanity, of course. You know, there is a component of vanity in skin skin care, but it's really skin health. You know, your your body is protected by your skin, you know, mm -hmm. everything inside of it. And I just think that people, when you you know, when you approach your skin like that, everything shifts. You know, your your goals shift, your, you know, whatever you're doing to like improve it or what you consider to be an improvement, that shifts, you know. So it really becomes more of like a preventative approach rather mm -hmm. than and okay, let's kind of fix the damage that's already been done. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's definitely a, a health thing and we should all be incorporating it. Also, I just want to say this is super friendly for everyone. That's one thing I love is that you've made it I feel like men would really be on board with this, which oh, I they love it. Like, <laughs> Actually, you know? yeah, I figured because honestly, this is the most I mean logical thing for them. I mean, I think men are just more linear thinkers. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone in the audience, but like I think that it's it just makes sense. You know, it's so easy to use, so they'd be on board. So that so they are they are uh, <laughs> chiming in. That I'm guessing for you guys. You know, yes, so. yes, and 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 that's why I wanted to um, really come up with a solution that was just so easy that wouldn't require any extra activator or device or things like that like it's just there you go you you just add water that you already have um otherwise i mean you you have to drink water at some point right so if you have water for drinking then um, <laughs> there you go you have enough water um uh for for your product and and also some you know like not everyone likes the same consistency and all of these so it's very buildable as well because so the the concentration of the tablet is um the right concentration of the active ingredients for an application on the face and the neck um yeah. and then some people might need a little bit um to for spreadability they can add a little bit more water or less water to get their desired um uh, texture as well but as long as you're not putting it in other places the same dose in other places than what it was intended to so face and neck area then you you don't have to be afraid about diluting the product by adding more water yeah because it's it, it's still applied on the same amount of surface um on 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 your skin that makes sense that makes a lot of sense i like that i mean that's a huge component too is like surface area you know what i mean when it comes to like what you're distributing all over, you know, the, the skin, it matters like what the actual, um, 
places that you're applying it. So I guess just dose it accordingly. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're if you're doing something on your body, like your upper arms, you know, you have like hyperpigmentation or something, you could maybe use two tablets because they're long. That's what I do. Area. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. But no, the, Roxanne, this is so brilliant. And I'm so excited that we did this. And I'm so uh, thankful to you for coming onto the show. I, I really am a huge fan. And for everyone listening, again, you can check out the brand. At, it's spelled uh, like one o n e l o g y dot com and check out the the range, you guys. It's really really impressive and the the results really speak for themselves. I've been absolutely obsessed since I discovered them, like I said in the beginning. And I think that once you really check it out, you're gonna really fall in love. So I really urge everyone go check them out, support the brand, vote with your dollars. You know what I mean? That really matters right now because there's so many brands out here and. You know, I know it's confusing, you know, as consumers, I know it can get confusing, but we have to find, you have to follow the science. You know, I always try to say that because I think that's what leads you to the real results, you know? So this is definitely a brand. I am so behind everything they're doing. And Roxana, you're really a rock star for doing this. I, I'm such a fan. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. And for everyone listening, I will be tagging everything in the concept art for this episode. So make sure you check that out. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, definitely email us or, you know, leave a comment. We will pass any questions to Roxana's team, get you some answers if you have any questions uh, for them. But yeah, stay tuned for more. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.